Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey guys, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? We're going to talk about failure today. Are you a big failure? (laughs) That was really funny to me. No, you're not a big failure. You're not a big failure. But sometimes we feel like we are big failures, right? Right? I'm just uh, I'm just assuming you're agreeing with me. Yeah, I know you do. I know you're human. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, stay tuned in a couple minutes after I get my PSAs off of the ground. Guess what, y'all? I wrote a book last year. It's called I Am Rahab. Rahab, the biblical prostitute. Yes. Wrote a book about her. Why did I write a book about her? Because I identified with her. Um, she, from the world standards, people would look at her and shake their heads and say, wow, Rahab was a failure, but God said otherwise totally changed her life. Um, you can pick up this book anywhere books are sold. I was in South Carolina last week, Dan, the man and went to the Barnes Noble and they're selling it over there. And we were so happy about that. Thank you, Barnes and Noble for, um, for hooking us up and selling, uh, Rahab's all over the country. People send me pictures all the time. Uh, but you can get this book anywhere books are sold. It's real, y'all. Real. It is real. It talks about um, a lot of stuff that I've dealt with in my life. Um, and it 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 kind of shows you how God can use um, and chooses people uh, that are sometimes totally overlooked to do the most miraculous things for his name. I would love for you to pick it up anywhere books are sold. Also, we are listener supported 100%. And it is such an honor to come to you five days a week. And for those of you that listen five days a week, man, my hat's off to you. We love you so much. We consider you part of the family here at the show. Um, But we are listener supported. Um, And every single dollar that you donate (coughs) can be used for the furtherance of the gospel for our ministry. If you feel compelled to give, I want to I want to just tell you a little bit about what your giving does. It enables us to get resources out to people who desperately need it. Last year, by God's grace, we were we reached millions of people and it was for with the gospel and with the encouragement of the word of God and it was because people like you gave so um, I, I want you to know, like, none of us are getting rich over here, um, but it is important. Money is an important resource that God uses to be able to get his message out to those who need it. We pray every single time we come into the studio and we ask God to use, to, of course, he'll steward his, his word well, but to, to use every word that comes out of my mouth, every, every action that Dan takes, every guest that we have, Cassie's in the studio every Tuesday with us recording. We are praying over you guys constantly because it's amazing to me that, that uh, shows that we record now 
and that are aired in two weeks from now. You guys tell us about and how they've changed your life. But um, God knows what you're going to go through when we're recording, even though you won't hear it for two, two weeks from now. It's amazing. The provision of the Lord. We pray over you. Our whole team cares for you. Um, and God is clearly using it. If you feel compelled to give, you can go to autumnmiles.com. Um, there is a give tab that you can do a reoccurring gift. Um, you can just give one time and gifts of a hundred dollars or more. We will send you one of my books. So that's exciting. Um, failure. Do you feel like a big failure? I know I have. <laughs> I actually, when I when I found out that this was going to be one of the shows that we were doing today, I was um, very encouraged because I think those of us that feel like we have failed in one way or another, we don't verbalize it very much. It's not like I walk around. I don't I don't call up Dan and say, guess what? I'm a big failure. Listen to what I did. However, um, at one time or another in your life, it is very possible that you have felt as a failure. But let me give you a little word of encouragement. God will use. He will use. Why? Because he's faithful. We know that. Your failure to build you if you let it. I think of all the fails that I've done. My first marriage, clearly giant fail. Okay, ministry decisions. Listen, I'm I, I'm still young. I'm still figuring this thing out. I'm praying every day for God's wisdom. I have made some stupid decisions when it comes to ministry. Totally failed. You know, uh, I know in my husband and I's marriage, we've made terrible financial decisions uh, that 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 we could look at and say, wow, that was a total giant failure. Why did we do that? Very recently, we bought a car. We thought it was great. Guess what? It was a lemon total fail. We, we I don't I don't know why uh you know we didn't have any insight that this car was a lemon beforehand it was a bad financial decision. It wasn't good. But every time that I have failed in ministry, Megan made a terrible decision. Even in my life, even with my family, I think of you know being a mom. How in the world? Tell me, tell me. Someone call I wish I wish this was a call-in show. Someone tell me. I'm raising four kids. If you have more than one kid, you're going to fail a lot. I love you, but you just are. How am I supposed to make absolutely every decision right for all four kids until the end of time? It is not going to happen. You're going to make bad decisions. I um one of the things that we adopted early in our um in parenthood, my husband and I was apologizing. Um, I remember one time my, uh, I blamed my daughter like, like big time (laughs) for breaking a drawer that my son actually broke blamed. She got in trouble. I was like, you know, it was bad. It was super bad. I did not find out. She was telling me, mom, I didn't do it. I just, I just deemed it a lie. Nope. Yes, you did. I know that you did it. Found out two months later, she didn't do it. My son actually did it. And I had to go to my daughter, who was about five at the time, and say, mommy was wrong. That was a bad decision. I failed as your mom. You know what? But I'm going to make bad decisions. And even in my bad decision, because of the apology that me and my husband both gave her, 
I believe that God deemed that a success because she saw, listen, my parents aren't perfect. They're going to make terrible decisions. <laughs> Sometimes they're doing their best, but they're humble enough to say, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I This is for you today. Um, we don't want to fail. We don't want to fail, especially in our Instagram, put forth a perfect persona where I don't want to fail. Um, we don't want to. We don't want to show people that we do have weaknesses that need to be addressed. However, God will use every rough decision, every ba- that divorce he will use, that bad financial investment he will use. He does not leave things a mess. He actually will use them for his glory. I want to encourage you with one of my favorite people in the Bible, Peter, because he in, in one circumstance was a giant failure. Um, Luke 22, I want to, I want to read it. And I, I was so inspired when I um, was reading this scripture about Peter. I love Peter. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm either the Israelites or I'm Peter. Like, you know, there's, <laughs> that's just who I identify with. I love those two um, uh, groups of people and person in the Bible. Luke 22, 54 says this, having arrested him, Jesus, They led Jesus away and brought him to the house of the high priest. But Peter was following at a distance. After they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter was sitting among them. I'm going to put them in like quotations. He was sitting amongst the crowd. And a servant girl, seeing him as he sat in the firelight, And looking intently at him said, this man was with him, Jesus, too. But he denied it, saying, woman, I don't know him. A little later, another saw him and said, you are one of them, too. But Peter said, man, I am not. After about an hour had passed, another man began to insist, certainly, this man also was with him Jesus, for he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, man, I don't know what you are talking about. Immediately while he was speaking, a rooster crowed. The Lord turned yikes and looked at Peter and Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had told him before a rooster crows today, you will deny me or fail me three times. And he went out and he wept bitterly. Now the men who were holding Jesus in custody were mocking him and beating him and they blindfolded him and were saying to him, prophesy, who is the one who hit you? And they were saying many other things against him, blaspheming. Now this passage of scripture might be incredibly obvious why I picked Peter to talk about failure because you know what? We all are Peter at times, all of us. He, he failed Jesus Christ when Jesus Christ needed him the most. Three times, not one time, three times. This was a big deal, y'all. But the thing that encouraged me so much about this passage of scripture is that the Lord told, knew, he knew that Peter was going to deny him. He knew that he was going to fail him in support. He was going to betray him. 
And he allowed Peter along the journey anyway. I look at the character of Jesus Christ and I, it's just in awe. You know, that those scriptures that talk about when he was teaching, people were in awe of him. I am still in awe of the things that he allowed knowing they would happen. You know, if I knew someone was going to betray me, I certainly wouldn't have them come to my most vulnerable state when I was being beaten and mocked. And yet he was close to Jesus, even still. Total failure. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting that it also talks about Peter's reaction when Jesus looks at him uh, in verse 61, in Luke twenty-two sixty-one, 61, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord and how he had told them. And he went out and wept bitterly. It says the Lord turned and looked at him. The Lord did not look at him, chastise him, uh, uh, yell at him or anything like that. The Lord simply turned and looked at him and Peter knew what he had done. It's amazing to me how Peter took it on himself to go out and to weep bitterly. This is one thing that we must understand is that even though he failed Jesus, just like we do in our bad decisions and our bad parenting in our bad financial, whatever, in, in whatever situation you find yourself in where you feel as if you are a failure, you can immediately right now identify with Jesus because you know what? A lot of us take on shame because we know that we've actually failed the Lord in some areas. Jesus still used Peter as someone so pivotal that the churches that we go to today were actually founded and started by him. God will use your failure to build you. But Satan will tell you, because of your failure, you're disqualified. Because of what you did, you're inadequate. Uh, because you failed in this financial situation, you can never be successful financially. Because you've been divorced, God will never use you, which is exactly what someone told me. Because you, you know, uh, sinned in this area, you've been addicted to porn for 20 years, you know, you can't get past that. These fail this failure is too great. It's too overwhelming. Well, you know what? If there was going to be an overwhelming failure for us to look at. It would be at Peter when Jesus Christ needed him the most. So recognize and understand that Jesus is not the one that is chastising you. He's not the one that is um, polarizing your mind. There is a greater enemy at stake, a true enemy. God is not your enemy. That is trying to get you to give up because you have failed. And I am saying Stay with it. You would think that Peter would have turned around and run after he denied his best friend. Who was his best friend? I mean, he was in the, man, he was right there in the trenches, trenches with Jesus. Right there, he heard all of his teachings. This, this is the thing that amazes me. Here, Peter was in the presence of the healing of the sick, was in the presence of the miracles that Jesus had done to date. He, he saw things that I would love to see 
um, that happened while Jesus walked the earth. He actually got to see them. And still he denied him having the full knowledge of what he saw. And I wonder today, um, those of us that have been in church our whole entire life, maybe we have, I know personally, I have absolutely seen people be physically healed. I've seen demon demons cast out of people. I've seen all sorts of things that Jesus has done and the resurrection power of Jesus has done in lives. And still I fail. Still I fail. Just like Peter. And I feel guilty about that thing. But God still used him to build the church. It's amazing um, to think of what Peter actually gained internally when he denied him. You know, sometimes we have to fail. I looked at my husband uh, last week. Uh, no, not last week. <laughs> it wasn't last week. <laughs> last year, and we were going through a situation. Um, and I said, you know what? Sometimes I, I think it's good for us to fail. Um, sometimes uh, it's, it's, it's very profitable for us to fail because failure produces character qualities in us that if we did not fail by human standards, we would not be able to grow from that. When I was divorced, I uh, uh, immediately, because of the failure, developed a humility that, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm like the humblest person in the world, but let me tell you something. When you're divorced and when you're forsaken and when you're told everything that I was told, you go from pastor's daughter, this pedestal, this leader in the church, whatever, to a total outcast that will produce in you humility that cannot be taught really. Uh, uh, other, it could be taught if we listen to the scriptures, but God uses those things to develop humility in us. It also taught me compassion. To be completely honest with you, before I failed miserably, I didn't have the compassion of Jesus. I looked at situations and was, was judgmental. Well, I mean, if they would have done this, then that wouldn't have happened to them. But when you fail flat on your face, it develops a compassion in you for other people, for how they hurt, for uh, it, it breeds in a true authenticity in you. Listen, uh, when I hear of someone else that's going through a divorce or that's been abused, this is why I did my work with Lifeway Research. When, when, when I hear of other people that are struggling, that are overwhelmed, that are riddled with sin, that don't know how to come out of the circumstances that they're in, I, I give credit to the fact that God allowed me to fail in a certain area so I could produce a sense of compassion for other people. I don't know, truly, if I would understand the woman at the well, if I hadn't been ousted by a church, I understand her. I understand how that feels. Failing and falling can deposit in you good that God wants to use for his glory and for his purposes. That failure was not given to you to, to, to a stamp on your head. You're a big giant failure. It was given to you to produce character traits in you, such as humility, such as compassion, such as a heart for people that are going through the same thing that you're going through that really nothing else can't. I, um, I think of Peter in this uh, particular 
place. I think of the fact that it was done publicly, um, you know, uh, failing privately is one thing. Having like a secret thing that you're that you're struggling with and nobody knows about, you know, whatever that. But but publicly denying Christ is a whole other thing. And I, I, I can identify with Peter failing publicly because if I failed uh, very, very publicly. Um, but it's amazing to me. That the same people that he said, no, I, I don't I don't know this man, I don't. Um, I don't associate with him. You're a liar. You're no, no, no. It must have been someone else. You must have got it wrong. Are the same people that eventually he would minister to. It fascinates me how that moment of failure created such humility in him that he needed in order to begin to start the church of Jesus Christ. Have you ever seen a a leader that's uh, full of themselves? Who wants to follow that guy or that woman? Nobody. Have you ever seen a ministry leader that is not compassionate and doesn't actually look at you and thinking, listen, I hear what you're going through. I'm so incredibly sorry. Those things Peter needed in order to build the greatest institution of all time, which was the church. If you're faced with a failure today, y'all, you are in the most incredible company. I don't want you to shackle yourself with that label. I don't want you to, like I write in my book, I don't want you to live under that label. I want you to ask the Lord, listen, God, I know this is something that I've went through. This is a mistake that I made, whatever it is. How, what have you shown me? What have you taught me about myself that I could utilize to further the gospel of Jesus Christ? You know, sometimes like our, our show that we just did, we just recorded an amazing show with a woman um, that, uh, that Susie Larson, you need to catch that show or podcast it. Um, it was amazing to me, just our conversation. Cause I think we, we talked a lot about the, we're, we're dealing with symptoms and we're not actually dealing with a problem. Um, and this is one of those things that we need to stop and say, God, why, why am I struggling with this? Why am I struggling with so much shame? Yes. I've made bad decisions, whatever it is, but God, why, what do you want to do with the things that you will show me that have come out of this quote unquote failure? that I can utilize for your glory. I know my failure are some of the greatest gifts that I have. Because it's rare on the mountaintops that you learn um, this meaty wealth of wisdom. It's in the valley. It's when everything falls apart and you know it's your fault. It's when you learn how important the power of God is. It's in your weakness that he is made strong. When you can say, listen, I have weak areas, God, that you need to come in. And I I might not even be able to make them better, but you can come in with your spirit and you can support my weakness. And then my weakness does become my strength. Sometimes we need to take those things to the Lord. No doubt Peter 
Uh, no doubt Peter did. I love you guys so much. Um, thank you so much for just being so faithful um, to what we're doing. I'm going to pray for you guys today. So Lord, I just, I just see sense. I just sense Lord. That there is people that are listening today that would never say, I feel like a failure, but are crying in their car. They would never call anyone. They wouldn't Instagram it. They don't Instagram well. But they're feeling like it. Precious Father, I pray that you speak to their hearts right now. Say, listen, I'm going to use this to build you. This failure didn't defeat you. I'm going to use this to build you. I'm going to use it for my glory. Surrender. Don't quit. Surrender. Surrender. Spirit of God, I pray that you would um, minister to them the way, of course, we can't. We don't know how to, Lord. Spirit of God, I pray that you would um, overwhelm them with a sense of assurance that you have plans for this that they can't see. You have plans for this that they can't see. We trust you. We trust you with our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can catch me right back here tomorrow on The Autumn Show. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.